mentions WWE Twitter I'm thankful I DVR'd Raw so I don't have to suffer there's another one last night Raw was the worst war of the year I feel bad for everyone that paid tickets to see that crap there's another one this is why I can't watch Raw anymore get rid of Baron make it so it's rubbish let me read that one again because that was not Either written right by this gentleman or not This is why I can't watch Raw no more Get rid of Baron He making it so rubbish <sighs> There's a lot guys There's a lot of These mentions on Many different posts from WWE What they posted from Raw uh, I should say from Yeah from video clips of Raw I should say so uh, welcome to Taz Show, by the way uh, Thank you for downloading this episode at uh, Radio.com On the Apple the website And also thank you for downloading on the uh, Apple Podcast uh, Wherever you're getting your podcast, you're grabbing this show I appreciate it And if you didn't subscribe, please click the button and subscribe to the show uh, Doing a lot of shows, do a lot of shows for a lot of years or Well over 600 and change So uh, I don't fuck around here So uh, here's the deal I, So Raw was really bad, okay? Uh, maybe the worst Raw ever uh, And that sounds like a, an overstatement um, But it's not an overstatement And it was very bad uh, Very bad And Baron Corbin was all over it And I'm not going to blame Baron Corbin So now some of you guys might And some of you guys might Tweet at WWE Or at other people who cover content Or wherever And rip Baron Corbin uh, Or any of the talents <clears throat> And you shouldn't be doing that uh, Because to be honest, it's not their fault And you guys know, most of the times I do I'll always lean towards protecting the talent um, And there's good reason for that Because they're just doing what they're told to do Okay, <laughs> that's really it um, You know, there's there's a lot to sink uh, To sink my teeth into for this episode of Raw Um I actually did not, truth be told, I did not watch it live But I watched it uh, on the DVR gimmick Because I had to do something for Taz and the Moose And also I had to watch Monday Night Football And I had three other things to take care of And I knew that I would be able to drop a podcast covering this And once I heard how bad it was uh, It even actually intrigued me to watch it more As sadistic as that sounds <laughs> Um let me just read a couple more quotes I'm not going to give names of people in Twitter handles Because these are not people that tweeted at me um, So I don't normally do this I just want to give you guys a feel uh, WWE creative is lost Is a lost cause so By the way, I'm not reading people's names Because it's not like they tweeted at me Or towards the Taz show So I don't want to just say people's names Anyway, uh, WWE creative has lost Has lost uh, Is a lost cause um, Somebody else put on here Uh, uh he is ruined beyond uh, He is ruined beyond repair They're talking about Dean Ambrose uh, What they did yesterday, I'll get into that too In the doctor's office Yeah, uh, as I just said um, This storyline is horrible This is again about the Dean Ambrose thing uh, What is the point of this? Uh, There's a positive one uh, Dino, simply the best oh, That's nice um, <laughs> Uh, here's another one here There's zero creativity in the creative team uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I, Look, I'm not going to keep reading these But there's a lot There is a lot, a lot of negativity All over the place for a couple days And, okay, so, look So, the, 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 more or less the theme is The general manager-elect, right? Corbin, Baron Corbin Okay, and then with he kind of like um, uh, He was running rough shot Obviously throughout the night uh, 
and he, I'm not going to go through match by match, but basically the overview, the thread for me, if I could even figure out what the friggin' thread was in this friggin' show, um, was that he was in charge and that he was going to really, you know, <clears throat> take his authority and abuse it like most heel authority figures do, which we've seen 15.6.7 thousand fucking times in WWE programming where they take the authority figure gimmick and they fucking just run it into the ground. <clears throat> not only was there not enough of Baron Corbin as the authority figure, but then let's make Alexa Bliss an authority figure again, where basically Baron Corbin, uh, it, you know, it, he empowered Alexa Bliss because he's busy. He didn't, in character, he didn't have time. So he wanted her to oversee the, the women's division. So then she did like an open form gimmick with Bailey and Banks, right? Which that sucked. Okay. Um, so look, I I'm kind of excited, like, and I don't mean in a positive way. So like I'm trying to contain myself so I could kind of go into this the right way for you to understand, right? Okay. So I have no problem with them starting the show with Baron Corbin, you know, in the ring and where it's Lashley and McIntyre. Those are his boys. I get it. I got no problem at all. I really don't have a problem with that. I, I like all three guys. I do. Um, and then they led to where basically Baron Corbin announced it, like what was going to happen as far as the TLC match with Braun Strowman. Then they went to this hospital scene at the top of early in the show. I should say, yeah, early in the first segment was with Braun Strowman. Where they said he, where Braun said he's about to, he was fixing to have surgery on his elbow, and his showed his elbow was all fucked up from what Braun did to, I'm sorry, what Baron Corbin did to him, and he was he was in Birmingham, in quotations, he was in Birmingham, okay, as in Alabama, right, the great state of Alabama, sweet home Alabama, yeah. So they never mentioned Doctor Andrews' name, okay. Doctor Andrews is the esteemed. Um, sports orthopedic surgeon who works on a, a plethora of professional athletes, including WWE superstars, male and female. And he's been dealing with the WWE for many years, and he's one of the most respected orthopedic surgeons who deals with athletes world-renowned, this guy is, right? And WWE has a, for many years, a great relationship with Dr. Andrews. I found it very interesting that Corbin never mentioned or the, the throw to the backstage bit, never met, was a backstage, but at the hospital, because it wasn't during Raw, it was taped earlier. Um, because it seems as if, from what I'm gathering, is that Baron Corbin had the, the surgery. Oh, damn, I keep saying Baron Corbin. Braun Strowman had the surgery, I apologize, um, earlier on Monday, as opposed to when Raw was on the air. So they never mentioned Andrew's name, which I thought was interesting. You know, I, you know, they, they, they alluded to that it was Andrew's without saying Andrew's name, as far as the surgeon. So, well, there, that, that, that's the least of the issues here. Um, so I got no problem with that. I do have a problem with the way the scene at the quasi hospital was shot or the, the priest pre-op room, wherever the frig they said Braun Strowman was supposed to be at. It looked fake. It looked contrived. It looked campy. It came off campy. Braun, his performance in it wasn't great. It really wasn't. It seemed like he was trying to act. He's not an actor. They're trying to make this guy so human. They're well past that point of keeping him into this monster uh, because he just does what everybody else does. So he's really not, you know, feared as much as I think he was in character, I'm speaking of, obviously. I did not like how it was, it was shot at all. I thought it looked exactly like the fucking thing they did with Dean Ambrose. Which that looked campy and even worse than the Braun Strowman thing, which I'll get into that in a minute if you didn't see it. So I, I just, it's it just like once I saw this, I'm like watching this. I'm like, God, geez. I mean, like WWE has been shooting stuff like this backstage, making it look like this when they're in a hospital or doctor's office or wherever they may be, where it just looks worked. It looks so contrived and so insulting to like people's intelligence. And that's how it came off. Like it just, it, it just came off weak. It came. It just didn't. And Braun had some some meat to the, to what he said in his backstage bit, and you know uh, that this injury once he's done, you know, like he's going to destroy. You felt like he's going to destroy Baron Corbin once he Braun heals up. You did feel that. So Braun did a good job with that. I just feel like you got to put the talent, no matter what wrestling company you're talking about, no matter what wrestler you're talking about, male or female. 
you always, always have to put the talent in a position to succeed. Always. These fucking bits backstage that they do, they don't help you succeed. Baron Corbin, what you're doing with Baron Corbin, and I'm happy for Baron for getting a push because he is getting a fucking big push. The way they're pushing him, how they're overexposing him, and that he's not ready. I'm not saying he's not good enough, and I'll get into what I mean by that in a minute. He's not ready. Well, fuck it. I'll get into it now. He's not ready, Baron Corbin, for this because he's like a um, – it's like, you know, you build a house, right, in the foundation. Before you frame the home, you need a fucking foundation. The foundation's made of concrete. So when you pour the freaking concrete, okay, the concrete has to do what? Dry, right? Once the concrete dries, then it's what? Stable. Okay. Baron Corbin, he's poured concrete that's halfway dried. He's not ready to have a house framed on him yet. And I'm not saying it's his ability, because it's not his ability. His ability is fine. It's how he's been built to this point. He's still wet cement. It's a fact. I don't give a shit what anybody says. Okay? Braun Strowman, different story. He's built. But Braun's not the authority figure. Braun's not living on a show. Braun is not, you know, Getting tons of my time and work time and getting to change rules as the fucking authority figure. And I'll get into that here in a moment. But like, so the thing is, like, you're not back to circling back to what I just said. You're not putting people, talent, in positions to succeed. When you shoot something the way you shot, uh, you know, Dean Ambrose in his doctor's office and the way it looks like it's fucking 1989, 1992, I should say, or 94, the way Raw is Raw would shoot shit backstage. And it just looks campy and old, uh, like outdated. It doesn't look, it doesn't look realistic. It's insulting to people's intelligence. It's fucking annoying. It looks like a fucking, it just looks fake. It just, and, and then to, to, to top it all off, WWE will take clips of this shit and they are taking clips of this stuff and put it on their Twitter that has like 10 million followers and they're tweeting out these clips and people are quoting these clips like I was just reading, ripping the shit out of what they did on Raw and ripping the creative team and ripping everybody. They don't care. WWE don't care. I mean, they care, but they don't care. They think it's funny because they wouldn't be putting it in, in our fucking faces like this. Anybody who thinks I'm going in the Hall of Fame in Brooklyn uh, in, in early 2019 when WrestleMania's, you got your fucking mind. <laughs> oh, buddy. So, because homeboy here don't play nice, and, and I've stopped playing nice. So, I was playing a little nice, but never over the top nice, but a little nice. Those days are gone. I'm being real. When they do shit that's cool, I'll put them over. Like I always did. When they do shit that's bad, I'm going to be a little bit of a heel. Because you know what? It's been long enough that they've been doing things. That that SmackDown last week really pissed me off. Like, really pissed me off. And whoever downloaded it, thank you. You know, I mean, I because a lot of people download that episode, the podcast of, when I say SmackDown, my reaction to SmackDown. I was living during that during that deal. And I'm freaking living again here. And I'm watching this raw. I'm like, this is bullshit. You, okay. Sorry, you got to put the talent in a position to succeed. You know, everybody loves to talk about, you know, uh, which is very complimentary, very nice, how awesome ECW was, the original ECW. Everybody loves to talk about how, oh, shit, that was unbelievable. Oh, my God, Taz, the way you were pushed. Oh, this guy, how he's pushed. Oh, uh, Shane Douglas, how he's pushed. Oh, the Salmon. Oh, Sabu. RVD. Oh, these guys. And these, all, all, these guys are all amazing talents. There's no doubt. I respect all of them. Um, but you got to understand something. The, the one thing, and, and if you think I'm drinking Kool-Aid right now, then fuck it. I'm drinking Paul Heyman's Kool-Aid. But I got to be honest, what Paul made sure he did, I mean, 99.9% of the time, one of his main motives was to accentuate your strengths and hide your weaknesses. And that's what Paul was a master at. Okay, a couple of reasons why that happened. One, I think Paul understood that it was important to do that to get the talent over, and that's what the audience wanted. Paul was very dialed into his audience and cared. The other thing was Paul could not, if he was going to be vindictive or smart ass or um, and do silly shit, and just for his own personal amusement, 
while people shit on it that paying bills, which Paul didn't really do that. Um, you know, WWE does that. Vince does that. The, you know, sure, they do that shit because they can. Paul couldn't do it. I'm not saying Paul would have if he could have. I'm just saying Paul didn't do that because he couldn't afford to do that. When I say afford, I don't mean money. I'm saying he had to get each of us over as best as he could. And we had to get ourselves over and the guys that, uh, uh, that we were involved in angles with. Okay, so we, we, it was, everything was sensitive. Everything was very sensitive how you were handled, how a segment was handled, how a match was handled. It was important. Very, 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 very fucking very important. <clears throat> I'm not saying what WWE does week in and week out is not important. Of course it's important. There's a lot of money that Vince spends every fucking week to do these mini movies called Raw and SmackDown and, you know, NXT, which is taped a lot, right? But there is definitely, for a lot of years, a lot more room for Vince to say, all right, you know, we swung and we missed at this one. Ah, no big deal. All right, we, we, we swung and we missed at that one. All right, no big deal. All right, we got a base in here. Oh, we got a double here. Whoa, look at that. We got three home runs in a row. Oh, that's not bad. Oh, shit, we just missed again. Oh, we missed that ball again. Oh, we struck out again. All right, no big deal. He can afford to do that because his brand is bigger than his talent for the most part, unless you watch this night. See, uh, when I'm talking about it, it's a Monday night on Raw because no diss to any of the talent. They're just It didn't feel like there was star power in this thing. It just, it just didn't feel it. You know, and, and and we've heard as fans, as a wrestling community, as supporters of sports entertainment, the narrative for so long about a man named Roman Reigns, who, God willing, is 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 fighting right now and getting healthy and 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 doing what he has to do and, and dealing with what he's dealing with, as all of you guys know. And when I mention Roman Reigns, I'm talking about him now as the professional wrestler, as the WWE talent, okay? You kind of miss that star power right now. You do. You're missing his star power on their TV right now. You know, Lesnar's not going to be there a lot, as you guys know, so you're not going to get, you're going to get Lesnar here and there. He's going to get sprinkled in. Okay, so they got to make new guys, okay? And I respect you got to make a Braun Strowman. You got to make a Bobby Lashley. You got to make a Drew McIntyre. And I, I love all that. I, I think all those guys have earned the fucking right to get made for, for sure. That especially Lashley and McIntyre. These guys are veterans. These guys, these guys have fucking paid their dues. Braun, uh, Baron is still on the come up kind of, but he's worked hard for a long time and did well in NXT and, and, and paid his dues a little bit in WWE for sure. But he's younger than those other guys. And, and my point is, I got no problem with all three of those guys getting pushed. I think it's awesome. I do, okay? There just doesn't feel like that big star power. Well, Taz, they, they, they're in the process of being made. No, no, no. No, no. They should have been dried cement by now. And that's the company's fault, okay? They're still, you know, in the push realm, still wet cement. Okay, if you heard the front end of this podcast, you know what I'm talking about, okay? And, there, you know, Seth Rollins, made guy. Seth Rollins, he's dried cement for sure. You could frame a home on Seth. Finn Balor, my honest opinion, even though they push him like shit and they pushed him again like shit last night, he's dried cement. You could build, you could build a house on, on him. You were able to build a fucking house on Finn when he first came over from NXT. But instead, you stripped him of the universal title because he got hurt. He had to take the title off. We got it. And then you fucking screwed him over from the whole time he was back and never got fucking got, never got that, you know, his due. Okay, because the motherfucker got hurt, which is not his fault. And I'm 99.99999% sure it was was against Seth Rollins when he got hurt. Because I remember doing the live Taz show and fucking screaming at people that, you know, Seth Rollins is not dangerous. Everybody's like, he's dangerous. He's hurting guys. He's dangerous. And, and I've heard right after that happened from an extremely credible person, wrestler, in the WWE, at that show, on that card, in that fucking locker room, that heard what I said and left at what a lot of people were thinking, that Seth Rollins is dangerous. I'm getting off topic here. But I don't give a fuck. How's that? Okay, because I'm trying to make a point. What is my point? My point is... You had a chance with Finn Balor to build a house on him, and you still pull away from that. You still pull away from that. Elias, another guy, another guy who's wet cement, almost ready to be built. You're doing Elias right. 
you did fuck up a little bit last night. I got no problem with Bobby Lashley beating Elias. I got no problem with that. Okay, because the way Elias was beat, he was protected. Elias came out. He got. He was. You know, they did a blackout. He was on the stage, and he had the he had the uh, the guitar, and he's ripping. You know, uh, Baron Corbin, and he's ripping. You know, McIntyre. Excuse me, and Lashley, and it's all good shit. People loved it in Milwaukee. They loved it. Then he's going to work with Lashley, and people are behind. He's over. He they love Elias, and then they had Baron Corbin do the friggin'. Um, Authority figure abuse gimmick Where he says Okay we're going to change the rules of the match While the match is going on uh, Basically it's a no disqualification You know so now It's like Elias is kind of like You know he's fucked now So of course now they get a bunch of heat On Elias with McIntyre And, and Baron Corbin uh, And this is where they screwed up And 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 that's not that's not the main problem with a script with Elias. I, I got no problem with that. I got no problem trying to defy the odds and he loses and Bobby Lashley beats him. I have a problem with the trite, typical, played out fucking authority figure gimmick where they change the fucking rules, uh, uh, you know, in the middle of the match. Okay. And now they did that li- on Raw, not once. They did it fucking twice because they had Baron do it in the main event against Finn Balor while he, Baron, was wrestling Finn Balor twice. Come on. The Elias thing, where they screw up with him, I'm going to tell you what they should have done with him. They got a bunch of heat on him, the three big giant heels. They beat the shit out of Elias. People feel bad. They like Elias. They beat him up. Okay, I love heat. I think heat's good. No problemo. And I'm waiting. I'm sitting there watching. I'm like, okay, go to Elias's hand. What does that mean? Slam the friggin' steps on his hand. Take a chair and smash his hand so he can't play the guitar anymore. Smash his fucking hand. Take the steps if it's not his hand. Put Do some kind of a gimmick, some kind of a special effect. I mean, when I talk about like a proper shit, it's not special effect. Work some kind of a gimmick with a chair or something. We've seen it done in the business on, on Elias' throat. Go for his throat so he can't sing Fucking get heat on him You want heat on those heels That's what you do That's what you do I was doing uh, Taz and the Moose uh, you know, the, the, My radio show my, that I co-host with me and Moose Earlier today And and I was I was, ta- I was talking to Pete the Body The board op The board operator uh, Wrestling aficionado uh, Pete's the man And I was, saying, I was telling him about it I said no dude yeah, you know, I'm gonna record later, and I'm gonna fucking. I, it's crazy to me because I thought of this like while I'm watching Raw, like break, break the, um, you know, break Elias's hand so he can't play the guitar. He's like, oh wow, that's good. I'm like fucking crush his voice box, something. Wow, wow, that's good. And then Pete, he's just a wrestling fan who's followed the business from back WWF days. You know, he goes, and then it'd be funny and good heat to have uh, the little dude, um, you know, have him play, have him play the guitar, and you know, like being the week later, have him mock. Um, what do you call it? Mock uh, Baron um, Elias, I should, say, I should say. You know, and and I'm like, wow, great idea. I just like f- for fans to come up with great ideas. See, I don't hack. You guys know that. That's not my gimmick. I don't hack. So to have, so we had a good idea about Leo Rush. You know, taking a guitar and 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 maybe next week on Raw, open up, play Elias his music. I think it's Elias. Well, he didn't say this part. I'm taking Pete's idea, making it better, and then you know, do the blackout, and then there's. Bobby Lashley, gigantic and jacked, stand behind Leo Rush as Leo Rush is sitting on like a small chair because they love to make fun of him that he's not a big guy. So they love that height humor. They're big into that. So have him sit there and almost dress like Elias and say, hello, I am Leo. You know, it would be funny, you know, but heat, you know, and have him mock Elias. Then maybe Elias comes out. He's got a cast on his hand. He's got a neck brace, some shit where it's good, just good heat. You know, and they missed the boat on something so simple just to get heat on the guy like that is so easy to do. Shit, man, it just jumped out to me as I'm sitting there. Man, I feel like I started this pod at like 300 miles an hour because I'm riled up. Man, I'm not even done. Got a lot more to say. Man, I got to calm down. 
So I'm getting crazy. I'm getting crazy. No, I'm getting crazy. And, and it's just because I'm frustrated. I'm tired of investing my fucking time in them insulting my intelligence. I, I, I really am. I, 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 and, and I got news for you. Okay, I got news for you. That's not even the worst of it. Because the worst thing they did last night, the worst, most insulting, I'm going to get to in a little bit. Okay? The worst thing they did. That, that they did last night You know and So I'm not even talking about The stuff I'm talking about Is even the worst That doctor uh, Surgery room shit Is close uh, That I can tell you Freaking unbelievable I'll Tell you what else Is unbelievable In a positive Vernacular Some People that I love At Rocket Mortgage By Quicken Loans I love Quicken Loans The Taz Show Supported by Rocket Mortgage By Quicken Loans You know they're awesome Okay you know that You know they're awesome of course, when I say awesome, I don't know what's going on. What are you doing with the music over there? Another producer will get fired. Happens on a regular basis on the Taz Show for going on four years. Okay. The Taz Show supported by Rocket Mortgage by Quicken Loans, who I love, and they're introducing their all-new rate shield approval. That's right. The all-new rate shield approval. You've heard me talk about this a lot. So if you're looking to buy a home, Okay, you need a mortgage. Quicken Loans has got this really awesome thing called Rate Shield Approval, where they will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. Okay, and that's big right there because it takes some pressure off you and your family. Okay, Quicken Loans, again, will lock your rate for up to 90 days while you shop. So to get started, all you got to do is go to rocketmortgage.com slash TAZ. That's a rocketmortgage.com slash TAS. Rate shield approval only valid on certain 30-year purchase transactions. Additional conditions or exclusions may apply. Based on Quicken Loans data in comparison to public data records, equal housing lender, less than all 50 states, NLS, NMLS, consumeraccess.org, number 3030. It's a rocket mortgage by Quicken Loans. Why don't you get all those letters bunched up? It gets a little confusing. I'm going to get into more of what happened on Raw, and which could possibly be the worst Raw of all time. It was if if you just if you got friggin' three hours to spare to get like laugh how silly this shit was going on, and we want to feel bad for the talent because I felt bad for the talent, and I ain't bullshit. I did. All right, Taz Show. Be right back. All right, so I was uh, fixing to tell you a little bit about um, I kept talking about these doctor office segments And these surgery segments And how bad they look and campy And it just drives me crazy I didn't get into detail a little bit more about The thing with uh, And they, sh- they showed it again later on the show Which is crazy, like B-roll With uh, Dean Ambrose, right? So Dean Ambrose, he's getting a bunch of injections You heard me right All right, so they had Dean Ambrose getting like a bunch of injections by a doctor who was an actor, uh, typical shit, you know, and just looked like fake, uh, insulting. It's like you can't have two doctor slash hospital scenes in one show. I'm I, I meaning two different angles. It sucks. You did the Braun thing earlier. About to have surgery on the elbow, pre-op. And now you're going to fucking do um, Dean Ambrose getting injections all over his body. His shoulder for the measles, for fucking grasshoppers. He's getting gonorrhea shots. I don't know what the fuck. They had all rabies shots, this giant syringe that looked like you could, like, it was like a cannon. Stupid. The whole thing was just ridiculous. Like, I, it just, it was just dumb. And that, that's some of the some of the stuff I was reading on um on Twitter, what they were saying on Twitter about that off of WWE's Twitter about that, about that, you know, um what do you call it? That uh that segment with Dean Ambrose. He's basically saying he was saying that that uh, Rollins is like a lost cause and and they did the line and WWE tweeted it. Like there is no shower that can wash away your sins. And that's what Dean Ambrose said. And I gotta tell you, Dean Ambrose from a performing perspective. He did a great job in the promo. Like his promo was excellent. His facial expressions, like his acting ability, acting was very good. It was. That I'll tell you. The content sucked. The content's not his fault. So <laughs> um 
I mean, yeah, I'm reading it again. I'd love to give this guy's name. I'm not going to give it. The guy says, Dean gets rabies shots. Bala versus Corbin. Bala versus Corbin in the main event. Naya promo, worse than Kali. I'll get into Naya promo in a minute. No way Jose, no way Jose versus Jinder. Uh, stuff about Drake. Dolph answers IC challenge. The show was a streaming pile of big shows diarrhea. That's what someone tweeted off WWE's. Uh, someone said, I agree the whole show sucks, but Nia's promo was okay, mate. Uh, no, I disagree, ma'am or sir. Nia's promo was not good. Um, and I'll get into that in a moment. Look, the Dean Ambrose thing in this, you know, this whole, it, it just, it, it just didn't, you know, he's trying to get heat. Yeah, you know, and he's, he's ripping the people in Milwaukee. I'm not going to come out there and let you touch me with your dirty hands, your dirty fat fingers and all that. Like, he's just, you know, he's paranoid to, to get sick and all this shit. And, you know, like, uh, I, I, okay, fine. I have no problem with that kind of heat. But to do the stuff, like the backstage stuff with the doctor and it, oh, my God. It's so, like, 1996 WWF. Like and it's just bad. Like I, I said this earlier in the podcast, and if you if you don't like that, I'm repeating it. I don't care. I, I it just bothers me so much. I have a platform, so I have to vent. And you, if you choose to download, I love you. I appreciate it. You're gonna hear me vent. And if some of you think I'm being bitter, boo boo face, or as I used to call the jobber face. That means I don't care. The jobber face is basically like you know boo boo face, jobber face. It's like when you. Where like a younger wrestler, you know you gotta do a job Even not younger, but if you're a wrestler, you know you gotta do the job You don't want to put somebody over And the office looks to see if you're making a jobber face Or boo-boo face Yeah, boo-boo face, jobber face Yeah, so So don't get, if you feel I'm bitter, then you got jobber face Jobber face Jobber Um Yo So I, Again, okay, I'm done talking about the fake doctor office segments Both of them Nia Jax promo where Ronda Rousey came out and Tamia was there and walking out with Nia. It, it was it was not good. I mean Nia, bless her heart, she's trying. Um the content of the promo wasn't good. Whoever wrote it, the it was too long. It was just way too long. And you know how shit goes, guys. When something's not working well, sometimes it feels like it's longer, meaning a promo or a match. And that's what happened here. Uh she just I think less is more with Nia Jax. They're letting us talk too much. Um, I, I, it's not real good heat from her, and she's a heel now. She, she makes great facial expressions like a heel. She can work like a heel. She has the size to be a heel. I have no problem with that. But she sounds, when she talks, like a very nice person that's very intelligent. I'm not saying heels need to be dumb. I'm not even implying that. But she sounds very nice, like a nice girl, lady, woman. She sounds very, very nice. So less is more with her. Or let her talk, like I said, in short bites that are sarcastic. They are, the company obviously loves her smile because they have her smiling all the time, a lot of times, which I have no problem with heels smiling. There's all different levels and different types of heels. So I got no problem with that part. Okay. But the promo was way too long. And the good thing with that is Ronda Rousey, the baby face, when her music hits, she's going to get a great pop. You know, uh, she's going to get a great pop anyway because she's a big star. So she was probably one of the, besides Seth Rollins, like as far as main star power, you know, I I, I think, I mean, listen, I might be forgetting someone, but, but I don't think I am. I, I'm not trying to be rude, but like, you know, when not when Ronda came out, okay, it's a big, big, you know, big star. Okay, it's the big pop. Milwaukee loves her. That's great. They love her everywhere. And it got to the point where, you know, if you would have played Natalia's music, I was going to pop. If you would have played Liv Morgan's music, just play someone's music so I don't have to hear or look at Naya trying to get heat because it's not working. It just wasn't working. It just it came off bad. It did. It was cringy. It really was. And and whoever wrote that promo, I mean, that Vince needs to sit them down. I don't know if it was Vince. I don't know who it was, but it wasn't a good promo. The content just wasn't. It wasn't. Um you know, and then it ended up being a big uh, spiel, a big fight, I should say, you know, with the uh, Riot Squad and Rousey and Natalia came down. You know, it was like a, it's a whole big thing. So, so uh, again, and I, I got no problem to trying to advance angles. I understand that. Um, 
<laughs> something else I gotta say. This is this is just just because I'm just like Lucha House Party. They beat the Revival. Okay, I got I got no problem with that. Whatever. I, I don't care who wins the match. I respect the guys in the match. Actually, Lucha House Party. I think it's kind of cool. Okay, they 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 guys can do some really cool spots and shit, and I think it works. It's fine. I got no problem with it. But they fed uh, Renee Young a line. Whoever's working in the grill position, if it's Vince or whoever it is, you know, where the Lucha House Party, they won, and now they're the three of them have to stand right near each other and hang over the ropes so they can get that handheld shot of them all together. And it always looks contrived when wrestlers do this and they all have to stay close to each other like that. Um, and they fed Renee a line where she said, Oh, come on, who doesn't want to join this party? Look at this party. It's three guys with masks that just want to match. It's not a party. I don't see fucking streamers and red cups and booze or fucking hors d'oeuvres or music. Uh, I heard music playing. It was Lucha House Party's music after they won. Okay, so there's music and three guys with mask on in a wrestling ring. That's not a party. That's not a party. It sounds like I'm being fucking petty. Well, I am being petty because I'm angry because I want my time back. I want my two hours back from last week when I watched that freaking SmackDown, and I want my three hours back from watching this Raw. I didn't see one positive reaction online about this show. Not one. Not one. I didn't. You can't blame the talent. You can't blame the writers. You got to blame the bosses. It's that simple. Okay, and when I'm talking about the buck stops at Vince, at Stephanie, at Triple H, at Kevin Dunn, you could have all the riders you want, dude. I've lived this. I've seen it. I know the deal. I've seen the drill. I know it. These guys and girls could write whatever the fuck they want. The buck stops with the boss. It's that simple. And the boss is, because it's not just Vince anymore. Okay? So that's where the owners falls. And I got news for you. Looking at their social media, WWE, they don't care. Meaning, I don't know if they're laughing what, but they know you're not going nowhere And if you leave, there's a whole cycle of fans Right behind you That's it Because they're, they're, they're putting the stuff out there On social media that people are bitching about Well, they gotta promote stuff Yeah, yeah I get that I do know that This is a little different <laughs> This is like You know It's just It's, it's in your face I mean, uh, maybe maybe maybe, uh, maybe I'm exaggerating a little bit. Maybe because I'm hypersensitive to it because I'm angry about the show. So maybe I'm looking at their social. I was looking at. I was looking at their social media, and it and it came off to me like in your face. Ah, look, you guys bitched about, you know, the 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 whatever the inoculations, the shots that the injections that you know uh, Dean was getting. Here, look, we'll put a clip of it. Ah, you you complained about. Uh, what we did with uh, abusing the authority figure powers. Uh, well, look, here's Seth Rollins. I'm sorry, here's uh, Finn Balor getting beat by, you know, uh, Baron Corbin, you know, that kind of thing. It just it just feels like, I, I don't know, if people are angry about it, maybe just let it go away. You know, you, you know they, they know that you guys have a voice. We, as a community wrestling supporters, we have a, a voice. Not even if you don't have a podcast or a show, whatever, you still you have your Twitter, you have your Instagram, you have your Facebook, you know, and you guys can tag them. You guys know that, and you guys are all pros at it, you know, and everybody has an opinion, and and everybody's entitled to their opinion. Um, so they see it. They have people that that comb through this shit, you know. I mean, so it's like you tag Vince. You, I, I saw someone uh, early this morning. I saw someone tagged Vince McMahon, like a direct message to Vince, not direct, not a DM, but like a message on Twitter saying, we don't like what you're putting on the air. We don't like, I don't even know who this guy was, just some fan. And the guy put it so well, like right to Vince. Vince saw it. He had to see it. Yeah, he gets a lot of mentions on, on his Twitter. I'm sure he does. But I'm telling you, Vince is dialed in to what fans say and don't say, but he's going to do what he wants to do. And that's where I feel like, I guess me saying they don't care is maybe a little bit of a strong statement. I think a better way to put it is they're going to stand behind what they produce and put it in your face. That's a better way to put it. So for me to say they don't care, they don't care, I think is a little bit of a stretch. 
Um, again, I think I'm just venting and fucking angry, and it's just like, yo, dude. By the way, Alexa Bliss, right? The open forum thing with Sasha Banks and Bailey and chairs and shit. It was bad. That was bad too. The writing that whoever allowed that, like, just was bad. It was a bad segment. It was bad. Nothing against the girls. It's nothing at all against them. Just wasn't good. It's just everything. There definitely wasn't enough wrestling on the show. Uh, definitely. And I told you I was going to get into like what they really did bad. Now, besides abusing the authority figure's power, not once but twice, because you know he changed the steps. Uh, Corbin changed the steps uh, with Lashley um, and uh, and Elias, and then he changed the steps with himself against in the main event against Finn. Um, that's that's bad. That's very it's atrocious to do that, and that kind of it's very boring. Not boring. Very lazy, lackluster writing. Very simplistic writing. The worst thing that I saw them do was with Drake Maverick. Okay, with Bobby Roode's robe, with the glorious robe. Okay, listen. So I I I get it. I I like how what you did with in catering, where uh, Gable and Rude were laughing in the face. I talked about this on the last podcast of Maverick because you know he ended up doing number one, peeing in his pants on Survivor Series because he was afraid that Big Show was going to hurt him and stuff. You guys know about that. So then they they bullied and made fun of Drake in catering in characters. Uh, they had the talent do that. I talked about this, how you talk about bullying and, and you guys, you know, are against bullying, which I believe they are, but do you not see the message you're sending with that? Okay, well, the, he's a heel, and now he got revenge yesterday, meaning Drake Maverick. For those that didn't see it, now Drake Maverick got his revenge. He stole Bobby Roode's robe while Bobby and Gable were wrestling AOP, Drake's guys. He walked around with the robe, made fun of the robe, distracting Bobby a couple times, then went backstage, the camera shirt on the Tron, and then that was the major distraction. Of course, you know, I'm saying, they, they had, basically they had Drake take the robe, put it over a toilet bowl as if it wasn't enough, stuff it into the toilet bowl, and then have him... You don't see exactly what's going on, but you can imagine from behind they shoot Drake, Drake Maverick, and he, you know, he 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 urinates on the rope, uh, you know, just like crass toilet humor. Like that's what it was. And uh, look, I I just think it's just you know it, it's okay. He's getting even as a heel. Taking the quote-unquote $10,000 robe of Bobby Roode To give a receipt to get even with Roode Okay, for making fun of him and catering Okay, I, I, I have no problem with him taking the robe I got no problem with Drake taking the robe I really don't have a problem taking the robe I don't I have no problem with him doing something to the robe Okay, you want to throw it and burn it You want to do something like that You want to throw a bunch of condiments on it Whatever, I probably would have ripped that too I don't have no problem with that But come on, guys, really? Really, you know, take it in the bathroom and 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 have them pee on the rope. Come on. Come on. This is what we're doing now. Come on. It's just, uh, you know, it, you, you got the Raw Tag Team Champions in AOP, and they won the match. They beat Rude and Gable. And... A lot, and the main focus was on their manager, Drake Maverick, who's doing what he's doing in the locker room, in the bathroom, to Root's robe. It's heat, Taz. <sighs> Guys, come on. <laughs> I love heat. I said that earlier in this podcast. I've said it a zillion times in the past on a bunch of episodes I've done for a lot of years. Heat is how money's made in the wrestling industry. This is, this is not. This is just. You're a publicly traded company That you, you want You know you do you take so many Steps you have taken WWE So many steps To get out of the As you guys put it WWE The smoke filled Arenas with the spotlight over the Ring um, In front of 500 people In a civic center Or f- a thousand people whatever you get the picture I'm painting. The old school wrestling audience. 
You guys never wanted that. You wanted out of that. And you did. You took the industry to another level. You took a wrestling company, and you still have a wrestling company at another level. It's a publicly traded company. There's people investing millions into it. You know, major broadcast companies, you know, Fox, NBC, you know, it's just insane. The money's insane. Insane. You can't even look at WWE as a wrestling company anymore. And you haven't been able to look at them as a wrestling company for years. Not just now, but years. And that was at the hard work. And uh, let me rephrase that. Is that the vision of Vince McMahon that he did not want that and the other people around him? He did not want that feel. Now, Triple H might be a different story. He might want that feel. Triple H likes to throw back feel. You know, he came up with a business when I came up in the business when NWA was cool as shit, that kind of thing, you know, where Georgia Championship Wrestling was badass, you know, where world class was cool shit, you know, wrestler's wrestler. Vince had a different vision and he succeeded at his vision and it took him millions of dollars, millions of hours, nonstop work ethic does Vince McMahon have. I'll never say anything against that and I praise the man and he's worked really hard to get the industry to the point that fucking major sports outlets like one I work for in CBS have verticals online covering big wrestling events, WWE events, Fox, ESPN. They cover WWE. This is big for several years now. You've gotten the friggin' business to this level. And now the front office, no matter who it is, Vince or whoever, we're going to go back and do this kind of stuff where a guy is going to pee on a, a robe, a toilet bowl. Come on. Think about this. Just to amuse uh, maybe a, you know, whoever backstage. Uh, what, what, we can't be creative enough and smart enough to get heat a different way. No problem with stealing a robe. We've seen this. Shit done for years in the business It works It's no problem To do that ah, Come on uh, Maybe I'm overreacting Maybe And I don't care if I'm overreacting Because <laughs> I'm just telling you how I feel And if you disagree with how I feel Then you know That's your prerogative too But I, it, it bothers me Because they have a lot of very smart people Who work behind the scenes in that company And I know Drake Maverick personally. I've worked with him in TNA, and I know he's a very smart guy. He's a very talented guy, extremely talented guy. I'm a fan of how he's built his career and what he's done and, and how, how good he is. Um, but he's a soldier. He's not a general. See, that's the thing. He's a soldier. He's not a general. So, you know, look, guys, I, I come out here, and I'm real with you guys, and I tell you how I feel. And... This is, and for those, I know I have, as of late, there's a lot newer listeners downloading the show, and I'm being told that from the company. I'm keeping my audience, which is awesome. Thank you to all of you loyal people to my content. And there's been a lot, lot more newer folks jumping on, and they can tell with these friggin' algorithms, however they do it. I don't even know how it's done. I'm just saying I'm very thankful for that. And for those newer people, listen, when I say this Kind of shit where I'm talking And I'm being real It's how I feel And when I say you're never going to hear this type of stuff on WWE Network What I mean by that is Other people who Without getting into the woods here you, For those of you that know it, you know it, you don't, you don't Who do content And are content providers like myself Maybe do stuff with WWE It's tough for them To be this real Okay, because they don't want to get heat And where maybe Sometimes their bread's buttered my bread is buttered from other company, companies, okay? I'm good. So my shit is unfiltered and real. And it's unfortunate that last week on SmackDown and this week on Raw, both shows, they were big misses, bad. And I had to come out and do not one but two podcasts ripping this, okay? I don't want to do that. And I don't, I don't make any, I don't, I'm not in business with WWE. You guys know that. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to be that guy. I've always put them over. I've always, and I still will. Because I know how much work goes into a show. I know how much money goes into these shows. I've been part of it for a decade, just about a decade. So I get it. I fucking get it. I do. 
But you, you can't, you just, they, they can't, they can't have a three hour platform. And it's, I, I mean, God, I, I hate to say it, it's the whole three hours sucked. I, the all the whole three hours didn't suck, but Jiminy Crickets, the bulk of it did. Smackdown, you completely ignored everything that happened on Survivor Series, and it's fucking a moot point now that you got smoked and lost six to zero to Raw uh, in a brand versus brand thing. It just blew it off. Let's throw fucking turkeys around with the new day. Like, really? Look, I don't like to come out and do these type podcasts. I don't, meaning that I'm. Because it's just, I don't, I'm a retired pro wrestler. I'm a retired WWE commentator. So I, I don't, I appreciate the opportunities I've had when I worked there. And I respect all the men and women there behind the scenes and on camera. And I, cause I know how much goes into this and how much you're away from your family and how much is involved. I do. I truly do. But I got to tell you, if I'm going to react to something, I got to be honest about it. And I and watching that last night and, and then seeing also, I, I'm thinking, well, is it just me that thinks? And, and then hearing, it's just. And I went deeper into the woods looking online here, just like, and I'm like, usually you'll get a lot of positivity and a lot of negativity. No. 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 So, you know. Anyway, uh, you know, so I just wanted to say that last part there, just so you guys that are that maybe are newer to the content here that I provide, um, where you know where I stand, and it's just not, you know, I, I I'm not a bash guy. I I put things over when they when they deserve to be put over. I'm gonna put them over, and I promise you I do. And I promote the fuck out of the WWE Network, and I don't get a dime for it. Okay, so I just do it. Because I think what they provide is great And I think for 10 bucks a month They give you a shitload of content, old and new And it's pretty pretty awesome And you see a lot of people that do subscription-based stuff And if they get near that price Jeez, oh, why am I gonna Whatever, I don't wanna get into all that Whatever, I'm, 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 I gotta finish up here Alright, look, look guys I appreciate you downloading this episode of the Taz Show And spread the word of the show, please keep spreading it And also, uh, if you didn't subscribe, subscribe Okay, do the right thing here Don't friggin' play games do the right thing. You know what I'm saying? All right, guys, look, I'm Taz. You're not. Adios. What I really love. Haters been hiding behind the screen. Man, they movie cuts. And when I'm back at home, it never feels the same. Cause we've been doing our own thing. Trying to stay up. I want to go.